0: Of relationship show is copyrighted. No one is to use any portion of the show without express <coughs> written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Hey, welcome everybody. I'm uh, Greg Dazinski, the usual host. Uh, I'm a fully licensed uh, professional counselor, relationship, and sex specialist here in Metro Detroit. Have been for many, many, many years. And my passion is trying to help others you know what, have that relationship they've always craved, dreamt about, and we're not talking about fantasy land, okay, nothing is perfect, let's be real, okay, nothing is perfect, but are you able to uh, connect on a deeper level, and we're going to talk about that today, on today's episode, and I want to give a special announcement, I am going to be doing an unusual uh, live show episode next Wednesday At 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to have a buddy with me. Mr. Rondell Biggs. And people might uh, remember his name. He was defensive end uh, many years ago. Well, maybe not that many years ago. For University of Michigan. We rip on each other. I'm a state fan. But he's going to be on with me. And he's doing a lot of positive stuff. Out there to help people out there. We're going to be talking about dating. So tune in next wednesday night live 9 p.m you'll be able to call in join in just like today join in the live discussion enter your you know what comments your insights whatever down below okay topic suggestions i'm always looking for topic suggestions okay so private message me them throw them my way okay and i'm going to talk about deepening the connection (coughs) excuse me and going after You know, what does deepening connection mean? And it's still ironic, I would say, or maybe sad, where a lot of people, they don't get it. They don't know what it takes to deepen a connection. And you know what? I understand them. I I get that. If you're not taught about it, what do you do with it? Or you feel like deepening a connection is buying someone gifts or something like that. I'm talking about deepening the emotional connection. And the emotional connection, physical connection can go hand in hand, or at least I promote that, okay? And I'm going to get into that a little bit. But when you look at, and if you envision, you know what, what the hell does a deep connection mean, emotional connection. You can laugh together, joke around with each other. Absolutely. There's some couples that don't joke or whatever because if they joke, the other one's going to take offense to it. They're going to, you know, because they're not good. They're not defensive. They're not um, you know, they're not connected whatever. So little jokes turn into, you know, acts of criticism or that's the perception about them. So, you know, the emotional connection. Of course, you can joke with each other, but I'm going to run down um, a list I jotted down, if you will, uh, real quick. Actually, maybe a couple minutes before the show, off the top of my head, about you know what are some attempts to build an emotional connection with one another, and it's very very difficult to do when the emotional connection, let's face it, is not there. It's broken. It's non-existent. Okay. Or let's face it, through traumatic experiences or through betrayals, big betrayals, you know what? That emotional connection is not there anymore. There's a huge disconnect. And what do you do to bring that back, okay? Number one on the top of my list, and I talk about this constantly, okay, with couples. You heard it on other episodes, okay? I'm huge on feelings, okay? What do you feel? And does your partner know what the hell you feel? Again, it's not a right or wrong. It's looking at, are you able to express what you feel? And clients that uh, know me, they have seen me over the years, well, I'm talking in years past, usually clients don't see me that long because I work fast, okay? I want to get at the issues right away. But is going on feelings and going on, you know what? What is... The purpose, okay? What is the purpose of you doing something? Like I said, you could be joking around trying to have fun and your partner feels like, you know what, your purpose is to criticize, to rip apart, make fun, and that's not it. All purposes and perceptions, they change when we're not connected. I get it, I understand it, but I want couples to get it and understand it so they can get reconnected. So going back to feelings, are you expressing them? Are you verbally putting your feelings into words that you feel sad you feel not connected you feel lost in the relationship right you don't feel loved appreciated um, maybe you feel you're taken for granted you feel abandoned that's uh, you know lonely these are all you know terms I hear often on a daily basis in my office, if not a weekly basis, until couples start feeling better about it and start getting these feelings out and putting them into words. What are they? I feel frustrated. Okay, what's causing that? You get me? So are you able to put your feelings into words? And a big thing is, and you know what, textbooks, everything comes out with I statements. And this is one thing I say about you know, I statements that I do agree with big time is going after, you know what, expressing how you feel. I feel this. You made me do this. You made me feel this. You you understand there's a big difference between that and then, you know what, I feel it. You own how you feel and there's nothing wrong with it. Now what do we do with it instead of trying to attack your partner, okay? So put your feelings in two words and this is not let's face it the tit for tat battle begins right the battle of you know what i'm gonna outdo you i'm gonna make you feel how i feel right i don't feel loved by you well i don't feel loved by you screw you you know and it comes out this way i'm laughing but it's not funny okay people argue and scream and i try to cut through that right away you know primarily in the second session whatever i let them do their thing so i can and i'll intervene and you know bits and pieces here and there during the first session, I'm very active, but I want to see their dynamic, I want to see how they engage in each other, are they listening to each other, are they actually hearing each other, or are they, you know what, attacking each other by the examples I just gave, you know what, I feel lonely, I miss you, well screw you, what do you want me to do, and the defensive go up, so you need to put your feelings into words, okay, simple, right? It's not always easy, okay, because a lot of people, right, they might not care what you feel. But I want you to care how you feel and to own what you feel. So other things to deepen the connection, okay. Ask open-ended questions. And a lot of people, they might not know what they are, okay. You can ask open-ended questions, right. Was your day good? Yes. No. So-so. Those are closed-end questions, right. You know what? What happened with your day today? What was good about it? Those are open-ended questions, and people can't simply answer yes, no, maybe. There's more expansion. It opens up the questioning and opens up dialogue, okay, for one another. And it's not just left on the table where oh, that's it, that's all I get. And people that know me, I like to talk, right? <laughs> I Well, in most cases, I have my quiet moments. But I like to... Qu- Talk because I want to learn from people. I want to learn from clients. I want to learn from people in my personal circle. Um, you know, what's going on with them? What's happening? You know, man, how how'd you you know feel? how that hit you? How'd that affect you? You know what? I want to hear about those open-ended questions to bring more dialogue. And what open-ended questions do as well, it allows for expansion of conversations, right? Big time, right? And it's also allowing the person, your partner, right, to be able to feel important, to feel like you care about them and you're not just asking, oh, you know what, the weather's good outside, yeah, (laughs) you get me? It's about carrying on conversations and and it's about going after, you know what, more dialogue, more communication, opening those up and making each other feel important and cared about and open-ended questions can do that, okay, so... Put your feelings into words. Ask open-ended questions. Hey, Brian. Hey, what's up? Welcome. I appreciate you joining in, tuning in, okay? Another one that a lot of people don't, you know, maybe they leave people hanging, if you will. So number three is coming up with follow-up statements or questions, okay? These are or comments that deepen the connection, even after the open-ended questions, you know, they do that. Damn, how'd that make you? You know, this happened to you. How'd that hit you? How'd that affect you, man? They had to hurt. They had to, man. that had to suck. Whatever it is, whatever your words are, right? Um, that well, you know, those follow-up comments and questions are gonna make your partner, you know what, realize you were paying attention, right? that you are getting where they're coming from, or if not, you're willing to learn. So those follow-up questions can deepen the f- connection that you feel with each other, and make your partner feel that you are listening and that you care about what's going on, about how an event, affected them. Okay. How it hit them, how it might've hurt them, how maybe even excited, right? Open-ended questions and putting feelings into words can be excitement. It can be good things, not always negative. Okay. Oh my God, they had to be excited, man. You got that raise. You got that promotion. Awesome. Woo. You know what? How, man, were you excited? Were you, you know, how'd that hit you? How excited were you? Oh my God, I was with that. Right. And those que- lines of questionings. Make your partner feel engaged and feel that you're involved together. And how can that, that not deepen your emotional connection with one another? I don't know, okay? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but my assumption is these are only going to help you rebuild the emotional connection. It's funny how many people talk about, oh my God, used to ask me questions about my day left and right. And this comes from men and women people. It's not a gender... You know, issue. It's an individual issue. And how many times couples in my office, Greg, we don't talk anymore. We talk about the kids, the bills. That's it. Maybe once in a while about our job, you know, what happened in the day, but we don't have the deep conversations that we used to. Is it because there's no more subjects to talk about? You can Google subjects to talk about on a daily basis, okay? News, world events, uh charity functions, disasters. Oh, there's so much to be able to talk about. So that's when couples say we have nothing to talk about. I'm like, really? I can give you a bunch of stuff to talk about. Just look at, you know, the news and you know, even good things going on in the world. And there's a lot of things, but man, what would happen if that happened here or if that happened to us? How would that affect you? And that communication, that dialogue, and the follow-up statements and comments I mentioned will help further, you know what, connect you two from the heart and from the soul in those emotional connections, okay? Another thing, the fourth thing to deepen emotional connection, okay? This is so huge. And a lot of people, they lose it, they don't know how to, or let's face it, maybe they've never been there. And this is, um, or these two elements tend to be the first thing that goes down the toilet when there is a huge disconnect, when there is, you know, you're fighting, you're arguing, and that is empathy and compassion for one another. How many times you get an argument, is there compassion or empathy? Oh I love you. I'm sorry you know what I get this arguing it's tough on you. Oh yeah, screw you. You think and it turns into this. So compassion and empathy. And I'm gonna give you a huge word, you know, maybe words of advice, people. I'm talking and what I deal with, of course, are romantic relationships. Couples, you know, in romantic relationships, married couples, you know, I see all kind of couples. Not married, married, whatever, that doesn't matter. I'm all about love and being connected and a happy relationship. And you know what? When the compassion and empathy for one another, Greg, he used to care about me. He used to show me he cared. He would listen to me. Oh my he would hold me and hug me if I had a bad day. Or she would, you know, hold me or hug me if I had a bad day, Greg, she would be there for me. Yeah, I could tell, you know, whatever, my partner would care for me. And all of a sudden that empathy and that compassion is gone. And some people that were not raised with, you know, compassion or empathy even being expressed. And, you know, I, people know I used to work with a lot of uh, traumatic situations and kids. Sexual abuse and neglect and, I, you know, physical abuse. I could go on and on where there wasn't compassion. There wasn't empathy. Not at all. So awesome, they don't know how to express it, and one thing I tell people, you know, Google it, youtube videos on compassion and empathy, and this is another way you know not that you know movies or t v shows you know expression expressing sorry compassion and empathy for one another, you can learn, see what they're doing. That's an expression of compassion. That's an expression of empathy. So I use you know, certain, you know, you could use movies, TV shows, YouTube, expressions of compassion or just compassion, you know, and you can learn about that and be able to feel it. And sometimes when people change and they try to express empathy or compassion, it might not work for that partner because number one, They're not used to it. Let's face it. They don't believe it's real or authentic. And that's where I tell that this is new for me. It's new for us. I'm doing it because I want to. It turns into a situation where someone tries to show that compassion, empathy. Oh, you're just doing it because Greg said so. I, I get this often. no. And then it, finds screw you, I tried and it did, screw you, see, nothing's ever good enough for you. And it turns into this because of the insecurities, the defenses, and the emotional connection is gone. I'm trying to rebuild it. And that's where I want people to say, you know what, I'm no, I do want to show you empathy and compassion. I'm working on that. I want to show you I care about how you feel. And then you can go from there that you stand your ground, and it doesn't turn into an argument or a fight people like a lot of times it does, okay? So, another thing I'm huge on, okay, is affection and touching. This doesn't mean you have to be all over each other, left and right, 24-7, inside and out type of thing. Everybody has their level of affection that works for them, okay? It's very subjective, different for everybody. I get complaints a lot from couples that, you know what, Greg, she doesn't touch me anymore. You know what, he doesn't hold me, he doesn't kiss me, she doesn't kiss me anymore. We never hold hands anymore when we're walking outside, going shopping, going in the store, um, whatever, when we're meeting friends. You know what? There's no, he used to put his arm around me or, you know, put his arm on my back or hold my hand or she used to grab my hand, Greg, or give me a kiss. Made me feel awesome. It made me feel so important and loved. And all of a sudden the touching goes down the toilet. It stops, okay? Or you look at what causes that. Oh, kids, life, busy, I get all this, okay? But this is also where an element where you be able to look at, you know, where did the touching, where did the affection go? And it's not a right or wrong, but it's going after, you know, what works for you. And the one thing, like I said, I get a lot of complaints from individuals, well, the couples, I should say, one partner. Oh my God, they're not affectionate. And I, you know, I get this from the other partner. Well, Greg, I'm just not affectionate. And this comes from, you know what? Women, men. It's not me, Greg. I'm just not an affectionate person, I guess. And then I hear from their partner, but you're affectionate with the dog, with the cat, with the pets. You're affectionate, loving with the kids. Give them hugs. Give them, so that tells me you are affectionate but you're just not affectionate with your partner and with each other in looking at what's going on. So that is sort of, uh, and it sort of helps people sort of, maybe verbally, emotionally, smack them in the face and wake up a little bit. You know what? You might have a point. You know what? I am affectionate with the kids, with the pets, with the dogs. What's going on? What is blocking you from being affectionate with your partner? And it's usually, I don't feel safe. I don't feel connected. I don't feel... You know that type of aspect and they don't know it it's not you know right uh you know in front of their forehead type of thing it's so almost like on the subconscious level that they forgot about they don't really know it's a self-protection mechanism but you know when they say they're not affectionate and then their partner sees them you're affectionate with you know your you know nieces nephews with your own kids with the pets A neighbor's dog, you're all affectionate, petting it and all this stuff. And I don't get any affectionate. When you, you know, when you walk in the door, you're all over the kids and the pets, but you're not ever coming to me to give me a hug and a kiss. It hurts people. And this also, these things, when you start implementing these aspects and start, you know, being able to go after, you know, these things again, it can help in, you know, enliven the emotional connection. It can deepen that emotional connection big time. And the last thing is about, you know, everyone talks about date night. And there's a part of a group I'm in too that I mentioned this. Everyone talks about date night. Well, we're going to have a date night, but what if you're not connected? What if you're bored? What if you feel like you don't like each other, but you're having a date night? That's what I go after. You know, what do you do to enjoy each other, right? that you enjoy each other, you feel connected. When do you feel the most connected, right? Everyone says date night, we're going to do it, and that you just go through the motions. I don't want people to go just through the motions. I want you to enjoy each other. I want you to, you know, start working on the connection and having fun, maybe laughing with one another, and it's not a right or wrong going after it. So again, you know what? These six, excuse me, six things that can deepen emotional connection and most of the time, they will enhance that connection, okay? is put your feelings in the words, okay? Ask open-ended questions. Questions, again, that can't be answered with a simple yes or no or maybe, right? So ask open uh, put your feelings in the word, ask open-ended questions. Then after that, go with follow-up statements and comments that, you know, will deepen that connection. Ask for more elaborations about how your partner feels, what they thought about certain things, okay, Um, for follow-up questions. Express compassion and empathy, okay? Affection. Touch one another, okay? Very important. And then, you know what? Do activities, whatever they are. It could be sitting on the couch watching a movie, you know, going for a walk, dancing, Whatever it is, painting with the twists, whatever it is, but that you enjoy each other, okay, activities that you can do that will bridge connection, okay, you go to a par- a friend's party or over a friend's house, right? The guys go here talking with the guys, typically women are talking with the women over here, right that's not deepening your connection, right? We had a date night, we did this. it's about you two spending time together, you two nobody else. But some people have a hard time doing that because what? They're bored. They're not emotionally connected. Remember when you could talk about anything when you first started dating, when you first maybe got married, that type of thing. You didn't need anybody else. It was just you two. So let's get back to those practices, okay? So please share my episodes. I want to help as many people out there as possible. Check out my website, the Art of relationships.org and again next Wednesday night there's going to be a special live episode of the Art of Relationships show 9 p.m. Eastern Time I'm going to have a good friend of mine buddy of mine Rondell Biggs with me and we're going to be talking about dating and for those single people out there and give some insights and maybe share some of his experiences in the dating realm. Maybe my past experiences as well. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, okay? So I'll announce that a little bit. So everybody, you know what? Take care. Have a safe Thursday. Peace and love, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.